been, you know, I've been very prepared when it comes to this. I was researching topics we could do like a couple of days ago. So, all right, please yeah, go I have, ahead. I have a couple articles, um, but you know, do you just want to jump right into it, or do you want to? Uh, yeah, well, let's let's jump into it. Hey guys, okay. welcome back to. It's the right. Switch It Up podcast. This is episode nine, right? Ten. Yeah. Ten. Oh, oh, double digits. Yeah. We, we have we have defeated negativity. We made it to episode ten. We have done it, folks. We have done it. Um, it Milestone is, for the ages. It is midterm season still. We're not out of the woods yet. No, no, we are not. I have a sport conference here the next, on tomorrow night and all of Friday. So I have... An exam tomorrow that I'm supposed to be taking Friday, and when I get back Friday, I study for a psych exam on Monday. Jesus. So, yeah. You know, some uh, one of my club presidents told me today that in my English class we do a we eventually do a podcast unit where we have to make a podcast for for easy. the class. Easy. God. I was gonna say easy, easy, mo- dude. Mute your conversations. Dude, I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> It's this new iOS update. It's it's screwing us it's over. Killing. Do not disturb. Okay, finally I found it. Holy hell! There you go. Um, do not disturb. There we go. Now, unless somebody else texts me, I should be out of the woods. <laughs> well, as far as my tests go, um, I just took a ten point quiz uh, in history. I got three questions wrong, and it brought down my grade thirteen points. You actually know your grades in your classes? Yeah. They don't tell us ours until the end of the semester. Oh, that's torture. So I, I have no idea what I have in any of my classes. That is terrible. Oh my God. I actually like it because it doesn't give me any reason to stress. Not that I stress about grades anyway, but... Oh, and I spent the past hour learning how to tie a Windsor knot. What is that? For my tie. Oh, oh your tie. Okay. I got to have, have a tie you know, for the conference. So Right, right. I, I, was, I was stressed out, but so... You know, I shout, shout out to Pops. He he FaceTimed <laughs> and he showed me how to do it. And I'm gonna see him tomorrow because I forgot sh- dress shoes. So oh, I see. I'll see him tomorrow, and then yeah, we clean up nice for good. tomorrow. We'll perfect, we'll perfect it. Uh huh. But yeah, um, other than that, I haven't been playing a ton of games. Uh, the, I've been playing a ton of Switch. I'm gonna take the Switch to RMU because it's a three, it's a four hour van ride. So oh, okay, good, good. I can probably beat Fire Emblem in that span again, but mm-hmm. so yeah. Other than that, I've been playing some Fire Emblem still. Of oh, gee, what a doing surprise. the doing the no recruiting challenge though. So that's been fun, but it's not really that fun because I'm at like I'm at the Goddess Dwells and all my characters like level thirty. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, you got less people to less people to train. Yep. So I'm doing that. So that's what's that's what's going on as far as um. As far as what, what I'm doing, so anything for you or uh, I haven't been playing a lot of games either. Uh, like you said, midterm season's been pretty. It's got a stranglehold on my time here. I did go home this weekend, and I don't I don't bring my switch home when I when I go home. So uh, yeah, I did not go home this weekend. I know. Uh, this is like the first time in a while, but uh, I have since. God damn it! I'm going to do not disturb every possible conversation. <laughs> You're a popular every, dude, man. You're everybody that I think will text me. I am you. <laughs> oh man, look, man, you're a popular dude. But yeah, um, I forgot my pillow and fan. Ooh, that is, that is 
Jesus, that is well. You told me it's like the Himalayas up there, so I know. I, I, I know, but I had like a cardboard pillow because here's what I do: I have one really firm pillow on the bottom, and I have like a flimsy one on top. Right. But so I didn't have that or my fan. I've been sleeping with a fan since I was really young, so I can't break it now. It's too late. Yeah. No, I I am in the same boat. Yeah. So I forgot both, and it was this was Monday night. I got two hours of sleep. Holy shit. Two hours. I woke up at two. I woke up at two thirty in the morning because I had a stuffy nose, and I drank like three water bottles just sitting outside my mini fridge. Just you chugging three so bottles. And I brought two <laughs> more back to my room, and I woke up again and drank those. Oh my god! It was awful, but I, we we powered through. You powered through. Oh yeah! Since the last episode, I have finished Link's Awakening, like hey. officially. Hey. Uh, so, so that's off my plate and I actually just recently restarted it. So, oh, there you go. I, I already finished the first two dungeons and I'm on my it's way pro- to, it's probably, it's probably way more enjoyable. Oh my you. God. It's so fast. It's yeah. It's way more game that all games are like that. Yeah. It just feels good to be like, Oh, I can just hop right over here. It, it's funny because you take a different, cause I've been taking like different routes and it's like, Oh, there's a shortcut right here that I could have taken before, but I never realized. Yeah. I literally have a, a thing on my notes next to our topics today called stuff. And I just went and bought all this stuff. You bought, you're going to talk to you, to our viewers about your spending habits. I had to go to Walmart. Okay. Okay. So you're, you're going to talk to our viewers about your grocery list. If you want. Well, I mean, I guess you have it. You have, you're the one with the notes. So, so I just deleted it, but I do remember what was on it. Um, Gatorade protein bars, which, if I had, don't buy them. There, there's no, there's nothing special about them. I just like them. <laughs> no. I'm on, I'm on the 2300 calorie diet. So, oh, that's so that's not going that bad. That's like my breakfast every morning. Uh, water bottles. That's a that is a necessity. If that you is important. Buy do buy those. Uh, water bottles. Um, ibuprofen. I, I ran. I take three Advil every day, and I ran out, so what? I had to go buy Dude, more. What is happening to you? <laughs> yeah, I'm an Advil addict. Like, you um, look like you're sick, man. I, I feel fine. <laughs> oh, okay. what else? You can hear the fucking uh, half down. gallon, of, half gallon of milk for my protein shakes. Of course, of course. Uh, batteries, because my controller dies really fast. I never turn off my switch. Right. And try and think what else was. And um, I did buy a thing that was not something that wasn't on the list, and that was um, well, I forgot my apple cider at home. So, oh, you got the cider you restocked. I did. I forgot it at home though. So, dad's got to bring that tomorrow. And then I bought Colby's not proud of this. Colby bought um, family size uh, chocolate stuffed Oreos. Wow. Not proud of that. I imagine that's going to harm the 2300 calorie diet. You go right from saying I'm on the 2300 calorie diet, it's going to harm the diet. (laughs) It is going to plague my eating habits. I imagine. Anyways, Tyler, are we ready? Are we ready to talk about Nintendo? I am. I am so ready to talk about to talk about Nintendo, Colby. Well, Tyler, there has been (laughs) one game in particular has been dropping news like left and right. Crazy. What what would that game be, Colby? Please tell tell the beautiful listeners at home. It would be the future latest installment of the Pokemon series Sword and Shield. Oh god, we're gonna have now, to talk about this. Now before we get into what dropped today, and I guess we found out why this happened, 
I saw you. I saw on Twitter this game is ten point three gigs. That is only three less than Breath of the Goddamn Wild. And Tyler and I are both in agreement. This game has zero chance of being better than Breath of the Goddamn Wild. So what okay. about this game makes it so big? <laughs> Look, man, big giant Pokemon requires a giant storage space. I guess. It, I guess I guess you're right. I mean, like, what on earth could possibly be? Like, there must team? they must be holding something out on us. Like, they're because if you look back at the past, I remember see, I going into the comments and seeing people talk about uh, you know, the storage sizes of past Pokemon games, and this is like double the size of the biggest one. Yeah, it's great. Like, I know there's six. Is there, you said sixteen gyms, right? We talked about this. There's was 18 gems. 18 gems. Like, I don't know if 18 gems is worth double the size of a normal Pokemon game. Or maybe but that's I, just a Switch thing, but yeah, still, I, like, I can't imagine. Like, like I was going to digitally download it. Like, I'm, I was probably going to pre-order it soon, but now I'm kind of, like, holding back. Because I'm yeah. like, I don't know if I have enough space on my Switch. Yeah, I mean, the region looks normal size. So, I mean, it typically, how long does it take you to typically beat a Pokemon game? Like, 15, 20 hours? I guess it depends on all the stuff you do. Because yeah, if you I feel like, like there's gonna be more, it's gotta be something, man. Like there something, has to be something. Some we sort of big like content filler. Like this game has to be longer than most. If if I'm throwing out ideas, yeah, it has to be longer than most. You have to be able to do stuff more post game if it's this big. I mean, like yeah, right. I hope there's a big post game. I hope so too. I mean, but no, like. I'm just trying to let me just get a reference point here for how big some of these games are on my switch when it comes to gigs. I know breath of the wild is the biggest one I have. Yeah. Um, here, let me take a, let's take a look. See here at how. Let's take, a, let's take a gander at the, at the size of the switch games. We're not going to, we're not going to read off the hours played on any of these, but not that it needs any more explaining at this no. point. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. Um, okay. So, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate's 15.3, which obviously it's that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I have. Oh, I have. This is kind of skewed because some of mine are both on my micro SD and system memory. Right. Same. Um, Breath of the Wild is 2.2 gigs. Mm-hmm. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance was 14.3. Jeez. I know. Um, I might archive that actually. Fire Emblem Three Houses was 169 megabytes. That doesn't that, feel right. That doesn't sound right. But yeah, yeah. It has yeah, something's not right here. This Link's Awakening was zero megabytes. That's incredible. Some, something isn't right here. Something no, something is off. Um. Okay, I can't figure out. What, I probably maybe if I archive it, I'll get. Oh yeah, I got 14.3 oh. gigs too. That is gonna be archived. Yeah, absolutely. But for listen, ten point three is a giant game. That is a pretty enormous game. That's so like only, am, that, that's only a couple less than Smash Bros, and that's like the biggest crossover ever. So I am quite curious. All right, but let's move on to bigger. Oh. Games. All right. Uh, today we got some Instagram posts and some tweets from the Pokemon account itself. And yeah, you know what? Yeah, yes, we did. In fact, 
receive and those through these these tweets and they really made my feed large. They really did. They, they blew up they my. En- feed. They enlarged my eyes when I saw them because I didn't know what I was looking at. Yes. So if you so. Are, if you've not understood all the big, large, and heavy set puns we've been dishing out over the past twelve minutes. They have um, released new have, Gigantamax forms. They have released Michelin Men Pokemon. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, I feel like we talked about this briefly um, in another episode of the podcast, but we'll briefly talk about it again. Gigantamax is a mechan- is a new mechanic in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, what was it? Dynamaxing is the regular process of turning Pokemon big. But Gigantamaxing is basically the new form of Mega Evolution it's shaping up to be. Essentially. And um, so, yeah, some Pokemon not only grow big, but also transform into, like, a different form. So, yeah, we've gotten a few new Pokemon, like Corviknight can do it, and Dreadnought can do it, and Alchemy can do it. And we just received three new uh, forms of old Pokemon who are going to be able to be Gigantamaxed, all of which are from the Kanto region. And those would be Charizard, Pikachu, and 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 Meowth. I have two more for you, Eevee and Butterfree. Oh, yeah, Eevee and Butterfree. I remember those two, yeah. So we got a total of five Kanto uh, Gigantamaxed forms. That we know of. They're very... Interesting. Like this, this whole Gigantamaxing, at least design-wise, is very different from Mega Evolution. It seems it very much is. Like if you look at, like for first of all, they're like Gigantamaxing, not fully evolved Pokemon, like Eevee and Pikachu and Meowth, which I feel like is a little strange. Yeah, it is. I'm not. I'm not sure what they're thinking. Like, maybe literally, we just might have been taking the hat. Yeah, I mean, also, because I'm kind of getting. I'm kind of getting annoyed. Sorry, this is just another thing that I've kind of noticed a trend over the Pokemon games. They keep giving new stuff to the Kanto Pokemon. We've had enough Kanto. God damn it. Yeah, because all the Alolan forms are are, can- are Kanto Pokemon. Yeah, and. We just got five new Gigantamax forms that are all Kanto. Butterfree's Kanto, yeah, strictly. Yeah, it, yeah Butterfree Kanto. actually looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie; like, it's yeah. giving me like Mothra vibes. Yes, yeah, sure. that's, that's pretty cool. I like that. But like, then really, they, they literally made Pika- they reverted Pikachu back to his ch- chunky form from the very first games. Oh my god, Pikachu is ginormous. <laughs> he is. A big boy. He he freaking ate Wally World. Like he ate the entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> he eats whale lords for breakfast. Oh my god, he did easy. Like he he rolls out of bed and just shoves three down his throat and walks to work casually. Oh my god, he's but, just he's yeah, a And then you got Meowth. You got the long boy Meowth. <laughs> yeah, jump rope Meowth. Uh Butterfree's good. Like, I have no complaints about Butterfree. Good. And Charizard's also pretty. Charizard's awesome. pretty intimidating. He loses his wings, it looks like, but hey, that's yeah. okay. Maybe yeah, he, he won't Maybe he won't immediately die to Stealth Rocks. But he ate his wings, god damn it. He, he ate his wings. Uh, Eevee just 
just got fluffier, I think. Yeah, just a fluffier dog. Just like like the collar got a little fluffier. Yeah, an ungroomed dog. That, that's an EV dog. That's what EVs. Oh yeah, you bring up a good point when you talk about like Nintendo has just milked every last ounce and then some more out of the Kanto region. Like I feel like other regions, which arguably are better than the Kanto region, aren't getting enough like time in the spotlight. We're heavy. Yeah. We're heavy Sinnoh people, but like Sinnoh's only gotten one game. I know Heart Gold Soul Silver's gotten two they got a remake, but that was so long ago and there hasn't been anything about it since. Like Yeah, I just wish they would, you know, branch out and, you know, kinda cause it's okay. I, yeah. I feel like it's not too bad because you know it's it's more content, it's more forms, <laughs> it's fine, but I feel like you should give these new forms to Pokemon that maybe aren't so well recognized. I, I know that probably wouldn't be good for marketing's sake. No, but like bring light but, to yeah. Still, like, at least give Dunsparce a Gigantamax form. Yeah, give, that'd be great. Like you like, want give see- these Pokemon. That's what we thought Mega Evolution would originally be. Giving like less, uh, you know, Pokemon that are more down on their luck than others. This time to shine. That's what happened with Mawile and Kangaskhan and also uh, some others. But then you just then they still give they give Mewtwo two Mega Evolutions. Exactly. That was not needed. That's they the give one. Rayquaza a Mega Evolution. Yeah, it's like you're a legendary. I don't think you need to be further invincible. Yeah, but uh, you know that's just a pattern that I've realized that they're doing. And I mean, for, again, from a marketing standpoint, it makes sense. Gen one is the most recognizable generation. If they add new forms, it'll get people looking at it. It'll get people so. old. Because they released Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu, so they're trying to familiarize the younger generation with the Kanto. So, yeah. so they're they're so kind of when you think of it, the Kanto is like kind of it's obviously the center of the Pokemon universe, but they're trying to get people young and old to get them familiar with it because that's where that's where it all started. That's where all the Pokemon are basically they, like Pokemon from that game are in all the other games too. Right. So they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to market the Kanto region. And again, that probably leads to more sales because it's the most recognizable region. Right. And I get that philosophy, but I just hope that this isn't, I just hope that there's some more diversity and Pokemon from other regions get these forms as well. Yeah. There's other great regions too. And I also hope that, I hope that more Pokemon get Galarian forms and I hope some of them even get more evo- like new evolutions. Yeah. Like they just revealed what Galarian Ponyta. Yeah. She, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that that that's new. We haven't talked about that. That's a they made it into a psychic type, which again and again they're only okay. They're not only giving Galarian forms to Kanto Pokemon because there is Galarian Zigzagoon and Linoon, yeah, and it's, new, and it's new evolution Obstagoon. But then we also have Galarian Weezing. We have Galarian Ponyta now. Oh, Galarian Farfetched. That I, well, sorry, Surfetched. Which <laughs> that is that's fine. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I hope that there are more because we haven't gotten a lot of like new evolutions for old Pokemon since Gen Four. Yeah, like Gen Four, we got you know Electivire, Gliscor, Magmortar, Roserade, all that, all that good stuff. And now that like they added an evolution for Linoon of all things, and and even Farfetched, and that's awesome. Like those, <clears throat> I just hope that they keep doing what they're doing with that because I think that's really cool. I like the I like the advancements they're making. It's just like spread it out a little bit more. Yeah, like with the Pokemon specifically. Um, as far as I've seen from like uh, the other features they added, like Pokemon Camp and all the multiplayer 
aspects and like the curry cooking with your Pokemon, playing with your Pokemon. That all looks really fantastic and it gets me really excited for the game. Uh, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you weren't as um, <clears throat> you didn't pay as much attention to the, you know, stuff coming up to the release of Sun and Moon. Yeah. Uh, um, you weren't closely following that. No. Um, but I really hope that this game doesn't go down the same because the final like starter evolutions were leaked before the game came out for Sun and Moon. And I know people online are saying, oh, release the starter evolutions. And honestly, I don't see why they're asking that. I'd rather it be a surprise, personally. I don't think they'll do it. Like uh, They have no incentive to. They have nothing to gain from it. Yeah, I just hope they... I hope they don't reveal everything, you know? Like, a no. lot of games these days that have, like, this big build-up, they reveal so much about the game. Mm-hmm. Like, for Smash Bros., they revealed the entire roster. Which is fine. That has a different that has a different purpose though. Like I think that's more of like this you should buy the game because we have all We the have care. everybody. everybody. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, that's more of a marketing. That was more of a marketing strategy and it paid off, I would say. Yeah, that that's true. I just I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of yearning for like that surprise, you know. Like don't yeah. reveal don't reveal every Galarian form. Like let me run into like a Galarian something like some a galarian form of a pokemon that i know and love that you haven't revealed yet i will lose my mind yeah i like the fact that they're keeping it kind of like they're keeping it quiet and they haven't released because i think releasing the starters themselves is enough to hold people over yeah i mean they're releasing information very fast as we talked about yeah pretty recently like they released all these new gigantamax forms and the galarian Pony it's been a straight week they've released new news. Yeah, they they just keep churning it out, which they is do. fine. I, I like. I don't think they've gone over the edge yet, but I just really hope. Again, the the one thing that I am going to like focus around is I hope they don't reveal the starter forms. Yeah, no, I don't think like, they. I hope they don't reveal the evolutions because I know they weren't going to before, but they got leaked. So sadly, everyone knew already. Yeah, but. I'd I'd rather that specifically be a surprise, because I kind of because I don't want the Grookey's evolution to be spoiled for me. No, you can't ruin Grookey games. If Sobble gets spoiled, he's just he's, people are gonna lose their minds. I was about to say like I don't know. I just think it's better. I just think it'd be more exciting, you know. But that yeah. that's just me. That that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I I mean maybe there's a plot twist and there's no evolution starters. They just don't evolve. Oh, they're just single form. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny. That would shit. be that would be insane, unprecedented. Right. I think that was that was some good Pokemon talk. So I think that game comes out in like probably I think it's like almost a month exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, one last discussion point. All right. Yep. Very. Uh, it'll probably be brief, but I kind of want to hear your thoughts. Do you think regarding the game size? Now that we know how big it is. Do you are you thinking maybe multiple regions? Maybe was, maybe not all eighteen gym leaders are from Galar. I I suggested that earlier because I remember talking to you about like how you can see other gym leaders from different regions and and right. Yeah. I think I used the Cynthia example in um, black and white. Yeah. So I think that's a possibility, but I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a travel region or region. Unfortunate. I just hope that maybe it it shows. Maybe it's a sign for a big post game. 
Maybe that's what I'm thinking it is because you obviously have your main story and then post game it's kind of it's kind of differed in what you can like a, a it's kind of differed in a second story over the past couple of games that it's it's grown over the past couple of years way more more you can do post story but I I love the ability to be able to travel between regions I think that I think that they'll eventually make a game that you can but I don't think it's this one just just don't make a Canto please make it something else. <laughs> just like have a you you're like Jota like where Kano got blown off the face of the earth yeah like Mewtwo just picked it up and moved it we we can't go there <laughs> Jesus <laughs> maybe maybe we can have a Pokemon War with the with the little war that'd be pretty intense <laughs> I mean we are in Great Britain so Fire it's Emblem kind, it's kind of in their history yeah Fire Emblem Sword and Shield being released November seventeenth you know the we go back in ancient times and the Unova yep. region declares their independence. Yep. And then Sinnoh and Kano, Jota wants to join forces with Kano and then, yeah, it'd be you good. Alright, well, hey, that it's just something to think about. Just multiple regions. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so, too. It'd be, be a, it'd be, it's probably more of a dream than anything, but yeah, I figured I'd bring it up. Alright, so next. Alright, so, yeah, that's everything for that. Um, we neither of us play this game a ton, but I wanted to talk about Fortnite's genius marketing strategy. Okay, yes. Okay, what, let, they, what they did was incredible. It was it. It was not. It was very ingenious. I must say. Yes. I, it, they actually got me interested in playing it again. I didn't yeah. think that was possible. I think sh- they shut the game down for like one or two days. Yeah, it was definitely downtime to, uh, to you know to get this update ready because it is huge. Yeah, I know, I know like, the update. It is enormous. I did not, I didn't even think they were capable of putting that stuff out. Like they must have been preparing this for a while. Yeah, but the way they went about it was. Like, and then with the new trailer and everything, it's just like Fortnite, love it or hate it, it it's here to stay. Oh no! Oh yeah! This this only helped. It's long. people were saying it's dead. It's it's more it's more alive than ever at the moment. <laughs> Did you die? Sadly, <laughs> yes, but I live. <laughs> no, it's it's very much alive. Like, it, listen, if we're talking about it on this, I, I haven't played Fortnite since like there's actual seasons, so it's been quite a while for me. Yeah. But what they did was just it was genius. it was very just genius, absolutely big brain. Yeah, they outthought they outthought everybody. Like over this weekend, I'm probably gonna jump back in and play it just to see what changed. Yeah. What they have an entirely new map. They have new like mechanics. New and map, everything. new mechanics, like new like, things based, to do in game. It based just on the trailer. So yeah. But yeah, no, I they actually got me excited to play the game again. So it's crazy. They made people spend time with their families. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's they find. They released the captive children they had hypnotized playing their games for about two days before drawing them back in. Yeah, they, yeah, they're like, all right, parents, you get 48 hours. Enjoy you get 48 them. hours. You get 48 hours, and we got to go back to making money. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go back to sucking in billions. But, uh, yeah, no, it is uh, – I'm glad you brought that up. That is definitely something that yeah, I wanted I, to talk about. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that because that was perhaps pretty remarkable. All right. Yeah. Um, what else I find pretty remarkable is, is that – um, Nintendo Switch sales have gone up 30% over the past year. See, now that is extremely impressive to me. Yeah. Because this console, what, it, it was, it came out 2017. 2017. Yeah. 
So it is not slowing down at all. Nope. Like it is continuing to rise. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just just a testament to how good of a system it is. Yeah, and we talked about this a while back. Like, can it get like seven, eight years of longevity? Um, Over 36 million Switch games have been sold in Europe since 2017. My God. Um, 1.9 million Switch consoles have been sold in the United Kingdom. This is 2018, so that's probably 2 million now. Yeah, yeah. UK, 1.9. France is at 2.5. Japan's 9.5. 10 million in the U.S. My God, that is... Mm-hmm. That is impressive. I am... Link's Awakening, the fastest-selling Switch game of 2019 in Europe. The company supplies Switch sales were approaching 37 million units and is expected to sell 18 million Switch units during the current financial year ending in March 2020. Yeah, and the holiday season is coming up too, so they're yep. going to be even more in demand. It's projected to... By that time, it's projected to beat the lifetime sales of the SNES, which is 49.1. Jeez. I mean, hey, look, we talked about this very in-depth in a previous episode. We did. Nintendo did good. They did very good. I think they did okay. They did all right? Yeah, I think they did okay. They did okay, yeah. Yeah. Switch is incredible. It's a great great console. It really is kind of – it's life-changing. It's just just the – you gotta have it, man. It's fantastic. Yeah, you do. It's, it's. I mean, it's nothing compared to the Wii, which sold like a hundred million units, and I still have my Wii, and I still play it time to time. But <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Honestly, they peaked. They'll never get a console that's as good that that sells as much as the Wii, just because I don't think you can make something that's that revolutionary ever. Yeah, again. it came out. It just like people were so curious about it, and yeah, again like, with the time that it released, it just. A lot of uh, circumstances came together in its favor, but yeah, the Switch was, is the Switch is shaping up to be one of the greats. So it is, if if, if not already, it's one of the best consoles ever. I, there was some talk about that on Twitter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think I saw that you liked that tweet. Yeah, I did that. Like, Wait, just, uh, what was it? Introspective. Yeah. Yep. It's it's um the collection of everything that makes it great into one is what makes it like so fantastic. Yeah, like remember when it launched and people were complaining about how small of a library it had? Oh my god, the and library! Now <laughs> it's huge and it's only it's, a big. It's enormous and it continues to grow. There's so many, so many games to get on it. It's so many. I don't think anybody, nobody expected the third party door to just bust wide open. It's just, oh my god, they are churning yeah. that. They are drawing them in. Nintendo bust down those third party twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's wild. All right, so now with that said, we are going to do something that we have never done before. We're, you know, it's been it's slow news times. We're waiting for Pokemon and Luigi's Mansion to come out. Uh, it's almost holidays, which means it's almost game of the year time. But once yep. again, we're we're driving the Fire Emblem Three Houses train. Exactly. Yep, yep. So we are going to do something that is new. We're going to do an old video game review. That's old right. Video- Old Nintendo game. This t- this time it's games. We're gonna review old games. It's kind of like well, we'll probably either do like a single game or a series, depending on how we. Feel. Yeah, depending on how much we have to talk about. So this, so right now we're gonna do this. Um, this series is very near and dear to Colby's heart. Yes, I am adding a game as we speak. So we're gonna have four games to talk about. Oh, I think I, I think I know which one you're adding. We are going to. Okay, so we are going to talk about everyone's favorite Mario franchise. I think that's fair to say, right? 
Yeah. Mario Kart. We're Mario gonna talk Kart. Mario Kart. We're going to talk about Double Dash on the GameCube. All right. Mario Kart Wii. Okay. Switch on 8 Deluxe. Yep. And the one I just added was DS. That's exactly what I thought you added. Mario yes. Kart DS. Fantastic. I love yep. it. All right. So Mario Kart, I believe, when was the first Mario? Is it NES or SNES? SNES, I think. SNES. It was okay. Mario I forgot what it was called. Was it just called Mario Kart? It's probably just called Mario Kart. I imagine it's just called Mario Kart. Yeah, so, the first Mario Kart. So Mario Kart's been out for a while. They really started to take a turn when Mario Kart 64 came out. Yeah. Because 64 was so great. And then, then we got, I think, then I think we got Double Dash. Yeah, that, I think Double Dash was next. Then it was Double Dash. Then it was Wii. Then it was D. I think DS, then Wii. I yeah, think it was all, yeah, DS and Wii. DS, Wii. And then we got Mario Kart 8, and then or Mario Kart 7 for the DS again, Mario Kart 8, then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. So I have played all of these. Tyler, you played I think, all of them? Yeah, I played all of them. You played the original Mario Kart? No. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, yeah, actually, yeah, I did. I played it on my um, remastered NES. Oh, okay. Because I barely even played Double Dash. I think my thing starts with ds and we i i I'll, I'll get into double dash yeah I mean, you i know you play double dash like a madman i remember playing a little bit with you back in the day hang on so i have some hang on now i gotta pull up another thing here i was about to say you're, you're grabbing I, I have stats. This pulled up for, i'm grabbing some statistics um God. <laughs> okay so I, on each game we've talked about, I have um, a best sell. I have a best sellers. So, for the GameCube, Mario Kart Double Dash was second in sales, and All right. it's only ninety thousand behind Melee. Melee, yeah, that's that's so easy seven to say. million. So seven million copies were sold on GameCube for Mario Kart Double Dash. That's Mario that's Kart completely. Wii was second on Wii. It 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 kind of got. It got doubled. It got doubled and then some by Wii Sports. Thirty-seven point two yeah. million were sold on the Wii. On the DS, Mario Kart DS was third on the DS. What it, was it behind? Was it behind it was, New Super Mario Bros? It was behind New Super Mario Bros. And it it beat and it lost out by thirty thousand to Nintendogs. Twenty-three point six million Mario Kart DS. I forgot. I forgot about that game. And I keep forgetting that game exists. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the highest selling game on the Switch to date, nearing almost 18 million. Damn. So we're gonna talk about these games and we're gonna rank them. So do you want to talk about them first or do you want to give rankings? Uh, I was just gonna talk about them. I didn't even know we were doing ranking rankings. Uh, right, yeah. But, we, on which game, you you get the pick. What do you want to start with? Well, I, I figured we might as well go in chronological order. And since I don't know a whole lot about Double Dash, I thought I'd let you start. Oh, my God. <laughs> I right. This is number one on my rankings. I love Mario Kart Double Dash. Oh, damn. The, at the, I'm putting away my notes that I was studying before we started the podcast. <laughs> so, um, Just throws it. Right. Yes, exactly. Mario Kart Double Dash was like my first ever real video game. So that's why it's so... Nostalgic. Right, it's right. nostalgic. 
I could play this game for hours upon hours and probably still could today. I think there's only three cups though, so that kind of sucks. There's only like twelve. There's only twelve courses in general, in all. Yeah, so, something like it's not much, but still the aspect of switch drivers as you're racing is I loved it. That is pretty awesome. I loved it, and you get to like pick different characters. You're not limited. You get to pick who you want to pair up with. Yeah, don't they have like character specific items as well? They do. Yeah, they did. Donkey Kong had the giant banana. Mario had the fireballs. Um, Luigi Bowser, had fireballs. Didn't Bowser had like the giant Bowser shell? Bowser had a giant Bowser shell. Daisy and Peach each had a heart, which made them immune from items for a certain amount of time. But yeah, that game. Oh my god, that game was so. <laughs> I love that game so much. And if you've played it, you can play it on Wii too. If you've played it, it's so good. Just, I'm not sure if that was the first game that introduced like the traditional drifting with the boost and stuff. No, I think, I think, uh, super Mario Kart had that. Yeah, I think it did too. But just from, it was a, it was, it was a new gen game. It was the, like, I think it released with the GameCube. Yeah. It was the first real, like, fully 3d uh yeah because like 64 like it was 3d but like yep there were still like some uh static uh 2d sprite graphics yeah this one Uh, was but this one was like fully like fully animated rendered models and the tracks were all beautiful oh my god i (laughs) i'm getting nostalgic is there is they need to make a rematch they need to make another did they make a double dash remastered no they make a gamecube they remastered the gamecube yet no, they have not remastered the GameCube yet. Well, along with um, Pokemon Diamond Pro Remakes, I'll also be first in line at the For game. A Double Dash remake. Oh my God, you have no idea. Could you Double Dash? Oh, double Dash money. with Mario Kart Eight Deluxe tracks would be phenomenal. Oh my God, that would be my, good. Oh, I'm getting dreamy. <laughs> I was about to say Colby's Colby's about to pass out. Yeah. On a- Ain't very nostalgic. Um, okay, so you didn't play a ton of Double Dash when you did. No. It was a- yeah, every every time I played Double Dash, it was you because I didn't own a GameCube. GameCube was so it was that's the only game I played. I didn't play anything else. So it's like Switch. I didn't have yeah exactly. <laughs> I didn't have Wind Waker. I didn't have Super Metroid. I didn't have Me. I I, had, I lied. I had Melee. I played Melee. Um, but yeah, those are only two Melee and Cart, and that's where it all started. So that's where it all began. Um, I guess next is. Now we yes yeah DS. I guess that's the game we both played. This one, right, go this ahead. This one's good. DS is good uh, too. So here's the thing. I also didn't own this game, but through the power of DS local download play, oh man, I was able to play with everybody. Oh man, that was so that this. This was like the one game that you could like that I knew of that you could do this with where you didn't have to have the game. Only one person had to have the game, but then everyone else who has a DS can join in. And I got to tell you, it made for some pretty eventful bus rides. I must say those without saying that was genius. Oh, it is such a I'm pretty sure it has the best like battle mode, maybe second only to Wii. Because Balloon Battle yeah. on, like, uh, what was the track? It was the one that was made completely out of cake and, like, candy and stuff. And there was, like, a big ramp in the middle, and everyone would just go up and get the items. I'm looking it up right now. You can keep going, though. 
Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say you looked deep and thought about something. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I didn't have the game, but... <laughs> what Tart was, uh, Top. Cart Top? Tart Top. That's what oh, it was Tart called. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Large pastry covered by many confections like green, red heart-shaped jellies, cream puffs, and berries. That's it. Yeah, no, this, this was... This game, uh, that mode specifically, was like the Mario Party friendship breaker of Mario Kart. Like, I remember, it's what, it's what, 2019? I still sometimes play Mario Kart DS with that feature. I was about to say, because remember when we went to the basketball uh, camp? Yeah, we, we, we all, all it was like, there was like six of us playing. Yeah, we all played that game. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it's so fun. Like, I remember one time we were going to a basketball game, and we all busted out our DSs. If, if that game was over 45 minutes away, the DS got its work in. I was about to, uh, it was, it was just so fun. Like that's just a lot of it's nostalgia for me because I remember balloon battle was good. I, um, I have a lot. Oh they, yeah. They had boss battles in DS. I remember. I think so. Yeah. They had, they literally had a DS map for battle. So yeah, they did <laughs> a floating DS it was genius. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I like saying, yeah, no, a lot. I just realized that's fine. Uh, I don't know. It was just so. It was just really fun, guys. Oh yeah. yeah. Like if you were around, you understand. Like it's we don't even have to be explaining this right now, but it was just everyone because ev- a lot of people had a DS in our school at that time. Like, a lot, a lot of people. Boys, girls, young and old, everyone, everybody, and everybody loved Mario Kart. Everyone and everybody Mario Kart, like would be like, hey, there was just something about that one that really hit home. You want to play some DS? And everyone's like, oh, yes. yeah. Did you say less? Get on, play some balloon battle. You have a solid half an hour of fun. That introduced um, the love for Shy Guy since if you didn't have the game, you had to play. Yeah, you would always play a Shy Guy. Yeah. Yep. So that introduced everybody's love for Shy Guy. Uh, Just just such a good game. So good. Uh, Whenever. If if it was on my rankings, probably be second. Second. So, So something about that, and then we'll move on. Um, one of my buddies, we had a sleepover. We had a par- we had a party at his house every night, staying the night. Um, and every night, every time, the five of us would play Mario Kart DS, and that's how we, that's how we close out the night. We would do like ten races. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a ton. It was a ton, ton of fun. Still is a ton of fun. That game, that game, like Double Dash again. All the Mario Kart games hit home, but some of those two are pretty good. Right, I I agree. Um, I think now is. You're, I think we're going to talk about... Oh, um, Mario Kart DS also had arguably one of the best courses in Waluigi Pinball. Oh, my God. That course Walu- is... <laughs> that course is awesome. The most iconic course. I don't know how that course isn't in any other games, but that course is awesome. It, it's too strong. The other games won't be able to handle it. That's, yeah, it'd break the game. 10 points <laughs> yeah. Waluigi Pinball. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, now we're going to talk about Tyler's number one, because I don't have to ask him. I just know. That's right. We are going to talk about Mario Kart Wii. Let's go! (laughs) Revolutionary game, when you think of it. The GOAT. The absolute GOAT of Wii games, of Mario Kart games. I I just got the... I got the itch to play it a couple years back. I just got the gold license, like, not even a year ago. Like, the entire gold license. Oh, jeez. So, 
Yeah, um, this this is the game that I think we should start with the most obvious thing. It introduced the steering wheel. It did introduce the steering wheel, and steering since then, mechanic, which kind of broke kind of broke traditional gaming. Yeah, no, it was definitely definitely made use of the Wii's motion controls. Probably one of the better games to do so. Probably the best. In in a well integrated way, anyway. That, uh, that Mario piece. Mario Galaxy is it's pretty good. Uh, okay. You know it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, the greatest of all time right here. The GOAT. Um, who was, wh- which character did you play the most, do you think? I'll pass on this one. You'll pass on this one? Da- Daisy on the mock bike. That was my go-to. Oh, gee. I wonder why. I wonder why, too. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly along. Uh, no, th- we just introduced so many good courses. Wario's Goldmine, DK Summit, Coconut Ball. Oh, oh my god, that was so good. DK oh. Mountain was in that game. That was on GameCube. Yeah, that, no, they brought back a lot of old favorites. They brought back a lot of, yep. Balloon Battle in this one was really good as well. That, yep, some pretty good courses with that. Yeah, didn't they have like the castle one? Where it was just like a bunch of connected corridors, and then you had the balcony outside. Yeah, that was that. Um, they had the one that, like, they had, they think they had the one that flooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the pipes or the the blocks where the track yep. fell apart. Yeah. Yep. No, I was just so, so good, man. Oh my god, Mark. such such a good game. I think time trials hit big in this one. Yeah, I know this was the. I never, I never, I didn't really dip my toe into a lot of time trials in my time with the, the game. Time but. trials were cool because you you'd get to race against developers. I'm not sure oh. if it was in other games, but that was that was a cool that was a cool feature. Yeah. Um, how would you rank? I feel like this would be a good thing to talk about. How would you rank the Rainbow Road of this game? Okay. I, okay. I have it in my head. I like yeah. the. I like all the Rainbow Roads personally. I think this one's one of the better ones. Yeah. No. This one's good. This one is again nostalgia. Personally, I think it's very, very iconic. With the you know, you go straight down, go into the zigzag, um, you know, boost pads. Yep. You go off the ramp, and then you go into the around the figure eight and the launch pad. It's oh all. God, I just remember one of my favorite maps. What? What's up? Koopa Cape, I think it's called. Koopa Cape! Oh my god, I love that map so Koopa much. Awesome. Where you go to the water was, and everything. Yeah, that one's Mushroom so Gorge, good. where you jump on the mushrooms That's, and shit. Toad's Factory is my favorite course in that game. Oh it, yeah, you told. Yeah, Toad's Factory. The soundtrack in this game's awesome. The soundtrack is unbelievable on Mario Kart Wii. Dude, I'm gonna have to insert some Mario Kart Wii soundtracks here. Uh, it is. You guys just need to appreciate that soundtrack. It is godlike. It's so good. I mean, Toad's Factory is a gem. Um, there were more char- there were Funky Kong was in this one. Funky Kong and Birdo were in this one. Oh my God, Birdo! That's a very forgettable Nintendo character. I feel like Toadette was also in this one. Was Bowser Junior in past games? Mm, I don't think so. I don't. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember either. But yeah, so you got all that. But oh my God, can't say enough good things. Nothing got a better joy when you're in the air and you're shaking your wheel like. Yeah, a you just. Bad out of hell trying to get the tricks. Oh, what was the was the one with like it was like fall themed and you were going up a tree? Maple tree way. Maple tree way. Yep. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shout out thank, Brandon. Maple thanks, tree Brandon.
<laughs> Helps us out. Maple tree white. Again, just so many good Where masks. you go, you're going through the uh, leaf piles and find like mushrooms and shit. Yeah, then the wiggler would come and kick a shit at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you guys can't tell by our elated uh, tones of voice, this game is incredible. Mario Kart Wii's awesome. It really is. I could play that game forever. I remember I, fondly. I I remember fondly a memory of me and my dad racing online against uh, my cousins. Oh, boy. And uh, just screaming at the screen. (laughs) Oh, man. I didn't dip my toe in a lot of online play in that one because I was too young at the time. But I I played with my siblings a lot and friends. So that's that. We will get into Colby's online play in a second, actually. Uh, do we really? <laughs> well, I, I have nothing left to say on. I, there's nothing left to say for me. Wii's, for me, personal best Mario Kart game. Uh, loved to death, and uh, just fantastic. If they, they they can't, they couldn't ever repeat how good that one was. I really don't think they could. Like honestly, Wii is so. When do you think they're gonna remaster the Wii? Like twenty years. <laughs> it, it depends. Because when that gets remastered, oh my god, all hell's gonna break loose. I was about to say remastered Wii Sports. Wii Sports is awesome. Just Every game on the Wii was so good. Except you think if they remastered, Wii, it's I mean, bad rap. I guess is Wii Sports Resort technically remastered Wii Sports? I suppose, but I mean, I guess they already have Ring Fit Adventure, so maybe Wii Sports won't be brought to the Switch. That's the port that we need. That is the port that we deserve, Nintendo. Dude, if they if they we need to port some Wii games. We need None to port some Wii more games. than Mr. Mario Galaxy, but we will yeah, we already talked about that one. We will riot. <laughs> but oh, no, we, Mario Kart Wii is I think I, I said I love Double Dash. I like I like Mario Kart Wii more. Talking about it just made me I, I realized much better I like that so, one. So you're you're booting that one up to number one? Yeah. All I mean, right, nice. It's hard. It's hard. So hard to rank these because you can't like do one, two, three, four. It's like one A, one B, one C, one D. You right, like, them. of course, yeah, yeah. So, but, with that being said, I guess now it's time to move on to Deluxe Card Eight Deluxe because I played, I played seven, and I didn't really like have a lot of time playing it, so I have nothing really to say on it, and I didn't play Mar- the I didn't play the original Mario Kart Eight on the Wii U, so Deluxe is our next step. And Deluxe, you've had a very intimate relation with this game, haven't you, Colby? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is my first ever Switch game for about two days until I got Breath of the Wild, which is, that game's okay. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, didn't play that game much. That game sucked. Um, <laughs> Shut the hell up. Zero out of ten. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, let's oh see. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty I'm okay at this game. Um, I really oh, like it. Stop it. <laughs> Tell the people the truth. You lunatic. <laughs> Guys. There was a point in time where I was top 1,000 in the world. <laughs> he is too good at this game. I, yeah, I, 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 I played my fair share. Um, but no, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was the first game I went hardcore in online mode. It um, was his only game on the Switch for a good while before Breath of the Wild came yeah, out. Yeah, a good 48 hours. But 
<laughs> and in that 48 hours, something I became, terrible happened. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> something chronic happened. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, but never before in my life have I been so proud to be in a job, to be in a lobby of all, like, people from other countries and just ruin their lives. He's, yeah, no, he he barely ever got beat in a significant margin, guys. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, he, I, and he he just... I rate okay. I race him sometimes, you know. Sometimes, uh, not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, those days are over. Th- those days are very over. Um, we raced a little bit before, like as soon as I got. We we actually raced before I got my switch because I used my brother's switch mm-hmm. to uh, play a little bit, and uh, it was before we ever came to to college. And uh, he tried his damnedest every time we raced to psychologically break me i worked like half the time there was a there was a a point in time where i hit tyler the red shell and just drove by him showing him another red shell just let him go by me and hit him again i just broke him just what can you do when your item when you're itemless driving down there was a time we were we were two laps into our first race. I like crossed map sniping with a green shell, and that was the game. It was over. He just stopped playing. <laughs> I did stop playing because you're just you're just down the track, and you just you just you see him and you see him in front of you, and he's slowing down. And there are three turtle shells, red in color, orbiting his car with the biggest eyes you've ever seen on a red shell just ready to go <laughs> and it's like you can't do anything about that and he uh no it's, yeah it was I, not I, a fun time for me so mark yeah. Eight deluxe is the game i'm best at the most the one i enjoyed the most was we so but no mark Eight deluxe is it's really good um you don't really have to work for anything besides cart improvements and then yeah. again you can just win with a standard cart like Right, right. Um, but you want that you want that swag with the gold Mario. Oh hell yeah. Um this game was this the first game that two hundred CC? I thought we had two hundred CC. We no, we didn't have two hundred CC. We didn't have two hundred Oh maybe we, then. We had mirror. I remember mirror being in Wii. Oh yeah, yeah. I think GameCube had mirror too. I think Double Dash had mirror too. But yeah, it definitely did. Um but Dude, no audio spikes a little there. No, um I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Sugar. Um, <laughs> but no, Mario Kart Wii, or Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Jeebus. Um, you, didn't really have to, you didn't really have to work for anything in this game besides cart improvements. Like I said, like you could you could do fine with just a standard cart. But right, then yeah. again, um, if, you get, if you get, I think, a star on every single course, on every single CC, which I did, um, you get... You get Gold Mario and... Go Mario is nothing but a stunt, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's just a flex. Like, characters have stats, but they don't really matter that much. Like, the only stat that really matters is weight, and it's been that way for all Mario games. Um, yeah. Mario Kart games, excuse me. But no, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is it's really good. I like it a lot. It's the smoothest of the Mario Kart games. That just comes with it being on the newest console. Right. So, yeah, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I like a lot. Tyler... Whenever I played Tyler and my friends, I always had a good time because it usually ended up with me being on top. He he sure did have a good time. I had a dandy time. It was great. Played a lot so, of online, but I I've retired. I've stepped I stepped into the sunset. 
probably probably for the best for himself and for the world at large. Yeah, I get to do I get to do stuff. I get to I have good grades. I get to do podcasts. I get to do get do new things now. Yeah, he's got, he's got more life. important things to do besides ruining lives. So. Mm-hmm. Correct. That is that is correct. So uh, I guess that's it for the Mario Kart discussion, right? Yeah. So um, I think I think we both have we top dog. Yeah. I think I think, I think you have DS two. I have double dash two. And then yeah. I think I ha- I'll have between Deluxe 8 and DS. I'll probably have Deluxe at 3 and Double Dash simply based on playtime. Double Dash is not applicable for Tyler on this list. I'm, uh, yeah, I apologize. You know what? Deluxe 8 is going to be 4. I like DS better. I just like, I, pr- I prefer Memories over how good I am at the actual game. So. That's fair, yeah. I have, so, yeah, Memories for Wii is I guess, the best one. I mean, it really is. Nothing to top it. Hey, that was a good All discussion. Right, so, that's good. Tyler, final yes. final segment. Oh uh, yes, the final. Spe- Take all the- right, so we're gonna try and make this a regular thing. We have the. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what we're gonna call this, but it's the. It's dream we're gonna sports. call it Dream Sports. Dream Dream Sports teammates. Uh, so last last week, um, we did your dream five man pickup basketball squad, and we got some know, good squad. We had some pretty OP squads back there. You can check that out in uh, Switch It Up episode nine. nine. Uh, but and this time I asked. Uh, I'll probably start asking this on Twitter now as well. Uh, uh-huh. What what your dream spike ball partner would be? Because spike ball is pretty prevalent here on campus. Uh, so I figured I'd pretty get well known. Let's say throughout the states and yeah, it's like a it's a party country. game. Uh, you know, I, I was I was looking through like different sports, like uh, either a can jam or uh, cornhole, but I figured I'd go with spike ball for this one. Yeah. And so here, some of my favorite responses. Um, we'll start off with your response, actually, because it, it's quite frankly a godlike pit. Oswald <laughs> the octopus. Oswald would be okay. <sighs> Yo, he's got that entire area locked down. Oh my god, he's got he's. You listen, you need he you need seventy five percent. Circle locked down. He's got it locked down. All you got, <laughs> all you got to do is navigate your little corner, and you're winning that. That's easy money. Uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I feel like he'd be at a little bit of a disadvantage because if his, if the ball gets stuck on his suction cups, that'd be bad. Th- th- they might be called a foul, but he's uh, not otherwise. Very, he's not very he nimble. Backhand, if he backhands the ball, oh, you're done. He should be fine. Drop shot, God. Oswald's right, octopus. <laughs> So that's a good one. Uh, another response I got, Helen Keller. Now this is an interesting pick. You know, I'm gonna have to say, not a great, not a great pick. Um, I'll it say is it. <laughs> certainly unorthodox. Uh, I feel like, I feel like this isn't her league. I don't know. I don't think not necessarily. Um, but uh, I mean, hey, if if they got a strategy, listen. If you could win with Helen Keller as your spike ball partner, you might just be the best player in the game. You might just be the best player in the game, yeah. Yeah, you might just be. I mean, I'm not sure if Helen Keller had great senses. Maybe she's good enough senses that'd be enough. But I was about to say maybe she can like pull out some like Jedi Force powers or something. You don't you don't need hearing to be able to play spike ball. Well, I I think you do need vision though. That'd be you important. do need some hand eye coordination, and she is missing one of those factors. So that not, may not se- a great start. That may severely limit her. But hey. It is their pick, and you know yeah, I asked the question. If you can win with Helen Keller, hats off to you. I was about to say, yeah. All right, next response. Uh, 
This person was pretty indecisive. They put two. Uh, okay. So either Keanu Reeves or Lee Harvey Oswald. Keanu. I mean, you can't go against. I was about Keanu to say Reeves. Keanu, Mr. John, Mr. John Wick himself. Uh, I feel like just his intimidating presence alone would be enough to throw off the other team's uh, rhythm. Yeah, that's a three-point swing right there. Yeah, that's a... I just feel like that would be just such a such an overwhelming presence to go up against that he'd be in his opponent's head throughout the yeah, entire game. Yeah, you across the thing and you see Keanu staring you down from... Yeah, you wouldn't know what to do. Dead stare, just... Yeah, you're like, because no. like, I beat this team, he's going to kick the shit out of me after this. Yeah, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, going to be honest... Don't know a lot about his skills, but, uh, you know, he uh, allegedly is very accurate, so he might have some pinpoint that's, shots. It's true, but, but I don't think he's very nimble. He's a standstill shooter. <laughs> he's a standstill guy. He doesn't like to move around a lot. God damn it. Oh, God. We're talking about Oswald, the Oculus covering 75% of that circle. With Lee Hart, he's getting 15 max. He yeah, I was about to say, it. he's got like... But, when he, hit, but when he hits it, you better be on the move because that thing's gonna be shit. That thing's gonna be hooking and curving. You better be moving. We are awful people. Listen, we didn't put Lee Harvey. Uh yeah. Listen, I was the one who put John Wilkes Booth on my five man basketball <laughs> team, but that at least has some reason. I was about to say that. The historical context is a little. You don't get better than one for one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Uh. Next up is actually your brother, who he said the inventor of Spikeball. We're gonna look here. Um, Chris Reuter is the founder of Spikeball. Um, you got a, you got a picture. picture. We got to We got to know his frame. Like, what? What do you think his stats gonna, are? Oh you're, gonna, oh, you're gonna get it. Um, <laughs> he's the CEO of Spikeball, so I think that would that would make him the. Oh boy! Oh boy, Tyler. What? What's up? Oh, uh, this looks like a decent pick. A decent pick? You think so? Yeah, I typed in uh, Chris Reuter into Google, and the first thing that popped up was like, um, like Titan Games. Oh, all right. Yeah, but um, you know what? If these are some actual pictures of him, he doesn't look the most athletic. But listen, it's not like it's not like we got Alan Keller out here. Like we, I think we have. There's some untapped. <laughs> We got some talent right. there. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Mr. Ru- that's a, I like that. I like the. I like the thought of it. But again, like you have to know, you gotta have some athleticism too. Yeah, you gotta have some. You gotta have some. Uh, you know, be, being a smart guy doesn't necessarily make you uh, an athletic guy. C- correct. Yeah. So you gotta have both. So you know, um, you know, good pick, good idea. Uh, yeah, great, good I think, idea. I think it could work out, but. You know, you know, he would know what all the rules are, I suppose. So he, w- you wouldn't have to worry about him like getting a foul off of not knowing a rule. But absolutely, yeah, you aren't losing points in that one. Yeah. Uh, so you know, that's good. We'll move on to uh, to the next one. We have this one, and then one more. Uh, Marty McFly. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know about that. <sighs> Michael J. Fox. He, he's kind of taking it. So I'm not sure if. <laughs> Hang, hang on a sec. <laughs> There's a some sort of alarm going off. Is there? Really? Due to due to evacuate the what? <laughs> what is happening? Well, let's check outside. Yeah, can you check outside for a second? 
they're, they're, they're screaming from the next room over, but that's pretty normal, honestly. Oh, that's normal, Penn State? No, well, it's not like panicked scream. Uh, I'll be right back. All right, um, so while Tyler's gone, I guess I'll talk about this Marty McFly pick. Um, so Marty McFly, uh, listen, nimble. He's young. I think he can he can get around. Um, he can get around the he can get around the spike ball circle. I think a fair amount. But Michael J. Fox cannot get around the like. I, I think that time has passed since he can do that. Marty McFly, however, he's got I think he's got some technology. I think you know he can get back to the future. Like if you hit one in the air and like he can just he can just get spot to spot with the technology that um that old that old scientist can hit him up with. So Marty McFly, you know, I think that's better than the CEO spike balls pick. <laughs> CEO pick, but yeah, for the most part, Marty McFly I, you know, B minus. B minus pick. You can do worse. It depends who his partner is, it depends who wrote that in. So um unfortunately I don't know who is last for here. Tyler's gone. The alarm's going off at um at his hall, so I'm not sure what's going on, but yeah, my uh, Oswald the Octopus I think is the best pick. I think that's my best one. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of some other one that might be pretty good. Um, you know, I guess sticking with Nintendo, um, who would be good for Nintendo that could move around a lot? Mm, Game and Watch, well, he wouldn't be great. He's doesn't move fast enough around. Um, Peach is too small. Unless he can get his tail moving to hit the spot off the net um who else i'm thinking smash bros because you know that's everybody's here i mean it just makes the most sense banjo kazooie i think would be pretty good because there's two of them so you know if you can get kazooie doing his own little thing i think you know if you can if you can get kazooie like come off and i mean banjo smacks a shit kazooie with whatever he wants but if kazooie can get around hit the ball around a little bit i think that makes you more versatile because basically a three on two at that point um trying to some other characters um We'll do one more, and then I'll then I'll talk about then I'll talk about something before I guess we wrap up because Tyler's just not here. Um, who else would be good? Zelda, I think would be pretty good. Zelda would be really good. Zelda can just get like again, she's just like Marty McFly's technology. She can get spot to spot, and she can hit the ball, and you know, like the way she uses her magic, it can like disguise the ball because the ball is yellow, and for the most part, her magic's like gold. So I think that would be enough depth perception to throw it off, but. Anyway, that's that's going to be the sports segment. We're going to do that like once a week. If you have one, write it in. You can follow our social medias for that. So that would be fun. Uh, Tyler's Hello? Back. Hello? Yeah I, yeah, I just talked about – I just monologued about Marty McFly, the Marty McFly pick and some other Smash – and some other Nintendo characters. But you do uh, okay. one more? Uh, yeah, we have one more. I'm so sorry about that, folks. What the uh, hell's going on? <laughs> the, uh, the girls next door – Set off the fire alarm by straightening their hair in their room. Oh boy! And the smoke <laughs> must have gone to the fire. There was a huge crowd out there. Everyone was coming to see it. Uh, all right. This, Sorry. this is further proof that no nobody will ever do follow a fire drill. They ran to the fucking fire. <laughs> Sorry, fellas. Anyway, they ran to the fire. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a fire drill yesterday too. So we were just like, oh, fuck again. God damn it. Yeah, so I talked about Marty McFly. I said Marty was a good pick because, you know, that technology that Doc hits him up with, he can get spot I was about to say, spot. Doc, Doc's going to give him some, like, cybernetic enhancements or something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I, I'm sure you went on to that. So we'll do one more. This has probably gone on long enough, and we want to make sure we don't lose the original recording. 
So, why can you still hear the alarm? Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, sorry about that. Uh, the last one is by your girlfriend, actually. Oh boy. Uh, she said Thor, but the short-haired version, not the fat version. No, not good pick. Too strong. He's gonna break the ball. I was about to say he'll he'll miss every time. Exactly. Thor short haired. So Thor short haired has one eye. Like he only has one eye. How are you gonna be able to hit the ball? Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have two eyes based on where you find him. No, he wouldn't be good. No, no, he wouldn't be good. He's not. He wouldn't be very dexterous with like a small object like that. No. Um. No, he wouldn't. You know, also think he'd be pretty good. Who? Uh, Wiley Coyote. He is very persistent. Yeah, and Roadrunner. I mean, he can just fly. I mean, Roadrunner doesn't really have, like, arms. He can just so use like, his head. I mean, he's just so fast. I mean, yeah, true. But, you know, you gotta have the power to match speed, of course. Who wins in a race, Roadrunner or the Flash? Oh, Roadrunner. Easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Roadrunner's <laughs> ass. And he's taking his suit in the process. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Personally, I think I'd go with uh, Gigantamax Meowth as my uh, Spike <laughs> I'd pick Pikachu because you can't miss his body. <laughs> you can't. It just bounces right off. Correct. He doesn't uh, have to hit it. You just have to keep it in play. It's like, I'm, it's like sorry, Snorlax. You are, you're nothing oh, Snor- compared to this. Oh, Snorlax is lightweight now. Snorlax is dessert compared to Pikachu. Correct. All right. Well, uh, that's it for the uh, responses. Uh, I will probably put out the next uh, prompt when I think about it. Oh, the alarm went off. I like it. It stopped. Uh, I'll probably put out the next uh, dream sports teammate uh, vote uh, on my Instagram and Twitter. Or uh, I'll probably have you put it up on the switched up Twitter once I think of it. All right. Yep. Yeah, we'll uh, and we will uh, hopefully get some comments about that. But uh, yeah, as, as for me, that's everything I got. Um, I got one more thing. Um, the final season of Arrow started last night. Oh, yep. I saw you tweeting about that. So, yeah. Final season of Arrow. It's my favorite TV show. Uh, Oliver Queen's probably one of my favorite superheroes next to Iron Man just because I like I like I like heroes who make their power. I don't like like Thor who just gets who, who gets all the, only thing, the, only, the only thing he had to do was be born. And that's how he got his powers. So <laughs> and he had no control over that. So. But no, um, Green Arrow. It's it's this is eight seasons. It's been a hell of a run. I watched every season. I love that show. Um, the yes, there. So each episode, I think they're gonna go back to a different season. So yesterday was all about season one. They did season one, but they're on Earth two. Oh, okay. So That's so cool. and, so Oliver on Earth one was stranded for five years on the island, and Earth two he's stranded for twelve. Oh. So yeah. Okay, so, that's cool. So, so there's some alternate. there's some little twists in there. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say. If you have time, Tuesdays at like 9 p.m. diaries. So it's pretty good. Check it out. It's going to be a long episode. Like, what, it was an hour when we stopped before, and now we got 10 more minutes under our belt. Hell yeah. I mean, hey, that's fine. Uh, yeah. we. I feel like it was very natural, though. We had a lot of good conversations. Yeah, it was. All right. All well, right. Uh, I think that's everything. I think it is, too. Uh, sorry for putting this up a little later than we normally do. Again, midterm season has been kind of killing us, so... Always. Uh, All right. Bye. So you can follow the podcast on Twitter at SwitchUpPod. You can follow myself personally on both Instagram and Twitter at Colbin underscore Moyer. Tyler? Uh, yep. And you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Tyler Samsel. 
Um, uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll, we'll have some more uh, information set up there as it comes out, and we will also be putting up a poll shortly. So, uh, episode sure ten, to- um, we have gotten to so every t- so every time we've gotten to 100, 200, 300, 300 listens, we've gotten there faster. So every single time so every single time our our estimate audience size is going up so if you are listening no matter where you are we just want to thank you because yep. we love doing this we don't get paid we just enjoy talking about it and we're glad that you guys like it too so but if you guys want to see if you like leave a rating if you're on apple Podcasts, follow us on the pages talk to us give us some ideas give us some criticism thank you so much for listening we really do enjoy this yeah couldn't have put it better myself thank you guys so much uh this has been switch it up uh Josija, please come on the podcast thank you yes please uh, yeah. <laughs> yes yep uh, all right so we will talk to you guys next week later but oh, shit just uh, just ended on that uh, uh.